This episode of Your Catholic Life is brought to you by Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners with Christ, iowacatholicradio.com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Welcome in, everyone, to Your Catholic Life, a podcast for Catholics by Catholics, helping you grow in your faith. I'm John Leonetti, your host. How can I be a saint? I'm just a teacher, a dentist, an employee of a large company. How can I become a saint? Has that question ever crossed your mind? Perhaps you think, I'm nothing special. I live an ordinary life. Me, a saint? Isn't that reserved for Teresa of Calcutta or Padre Pio? Well, yes, they were saints too, but it's not just reserved for them. All of us, no matter how ordinary you are, are called to live closely to the heart of God. And my guest today highlights a particular saint who made that very clear over the course of his life. Soltadier explains the prophetic work of Saint Jose Maria Escriva and how you and I are called to live the ordinary, yes, with extraordinary love. Here it is, my conversation with Soltadier. Hi, Sol. Hello. Thanks for coming on. Uh, France to Rome. How'd you get there? Well, uh, I've been living in Rome for almost a decade now. <laughs> I've been a Catholic journalist for a while. I've been working also for the Vatican, so I uh, I have my experience in Rome and I'm enjoying my life there. That's it's awesome. very easy to be a Catholic here. <laughs> I, I bet it is. What's your favorite part of Rome? Oh, there are so many. I, I live around the Vatican, actually, and it is such a lovely place. <laughs> Awesome. That's that's a uh, <laughs> that's a treat to be right around the Vatican. There, uh, I really enjoyed your piece on Saint Jose Maria Escriva, which is why I I said to my showrunner, I said we got to get her on because I, I thought, especially in the times we're living in today, and I want to talk to you about that mm-hmm. because th- these aren't ordinary times that we're living in. But I think most people still think they're ordinary, ordinary Catholics. Uh, you know, nothing special about me. And you say Saint Jose Mar- uh, Maria Escriva might be the one we should all look to here. He's called the Saint of the ordinary. Why? It is uh, St. John Paul II that called him that, uh, St. John Paul II, who canonized him in the 2002, uh, because St. Jose Maria Escriva was uh, actually convinced that God could be found in every situation. And in this sense, he, he taught people how to seek him everywhere. I mean, while working, eating, praying, sleeping, and so on. Uh, so St. Jose Maria once said that exalting God in the simplicity of life uh, amounts to uh, acknowledge his uh, invisible presence in the most visible and material things, which is very strong. So more concretely, he called the, the faithful to seek holiness in the middle of the world, uh, which gave a great value to everyday life. I spoke with the, um, with the new vicar of Opus Dei uh, in Canada, Monseigneur Antoine de Rochebrune, and he told me something very profound. He told me that in St. Jose Maria's view, uh, a Christian does not fulfill his vocation more uh, by taking commitments within the church, like becoming a priest or something like that, but by ordinary activities. So it's not necessary to stop being what we are to become a saint, which is something very new. Any person, wherever he is or whatever he does, uh, is called to give up his life to God. It's, uh, it's, it's uh, very impressive. So the simple fact to seek holiness um, the simple fact to, to, to love our neighbors through simple actions, 
makes us rise towards what uh, St. Jose Maria called the, the third dimension of life, uh, the dimension, according to him, that gives uh, volume, perspective, uh, meaning to any existence, even the most uh, uh, down-to-earth, like he said. So uh, he, he recalled in, in uh, that sense the, the metaphor of the fact that the spiritual treasure uh, that uh, uh, every Christian has uh, in his hands uh, is it, like a metaphor of uh, King, uh, King Midas, uh, because one must turn everything one touches into gold. And this is what he wanted to say uh, so badly. And it's so inspiring for us Christians today. <laughs> I believe so. You know, uh, in, in reading the life of St. Jose Maria Escriva as well, this is something I found that he was so passionate about. And it's like, you know, you, you think, how do you get passionate about the ordinary? But he was so passionate about living holiness in the everyday, in the ordinary. There was so much zeal in him. That, that yes. you know, this this is what got him out of bed in the morning. It wasn't just doing these great works. It was just, what am I going to do today, and how am I going to bring Jesus there? Absolutely, and he would say something very strong. Uh, uh, there is a quote from him I really like when he said, uh, "Take no notice. Madness has always been the, the term that prudent people apply to God's works, hmm. to God's works, and uh, forward without fear." And it, it was something that was very representative of what he, he used to, to, to be and uh, his mission of life. And uh, it's uh, it's so inspiring for uh, all of us today that are trying to to seek holiness through our professional life. It is what I do and so many, it is why, uh, it is what so many Christians are doing right now. Mm-hmm. You say his uh, mission was prophetic and prophetic in a way and, um, you know, anticipating really the work of Vatican too. Yes, because um, let's say that, uh, first of all, what made his uh, apostolate so prophetic, let's say that was, was the fact that uh, he gave an unprecedented space to the lay within the church. Uh, I would recall that uh, Opus Dei uh, was created with the aim to uh, induce all Christians to seek holiness, mostly within the framework of their family and professional life, like I've just said. And the lay make about uh, 98% of the membership today, which is very significant. Uh, it was totally new at that time. And, uh, and yes, this topic was then central to the dis- discussions and work of Vatican II. We can see that now, the, the role of, of the lay. Uh, and to this uh, extent, I would mention another uh, prophetic aspect of his mission. Uh, that is the, the, the role he gave to women uh, who actually make half of the membership today. Although he initially didn't want to <laughs> include them within the work, but uh, a few years later, after a mass, uh, he received a, a kind of divine intuition. Uh, this intuition made him understand that Opus Dei's mission was for women as much as for men. And uh, he had this very, let's say, revolutionary intuition that women would be brought to evolve uh, within the society and to sanctify themselves uh, in the professional fields, every professional field, without, of course, losing their specific genius. And he really insisted on that. Uh, and so this intuition induced him to actively promote their presence everywhere, and especially to, through um, education at a time when many women couldn't access at university. So it was totally new, totally revolutionary. Today, it, it, it looks so normal, but at that time... Uh, at the beginning of the 20th century, it was totally new. 
Uh, and then I would mention perhaps his, uh, his vision of holiness next door, which is also um, new in the sense that it's for absolutely everyone, uh, not just a few elected religious figures, a few uh, saints, very uh, difficult uh, models that are difficult to reach, and and, uh, and, and you know it, it can be fine in every aspect of the of life, and, and it can be fine today in Pope Francis uh, uh, Gaudete et Exultate. And in this sense, his mission was definitely prophetic. This mission that he was on was one of pure joy. It it was happiness for him i mean it was everything this is i mean even pictures that you see of him he was always smiling yes and i used to say something beautiful that any christian that lacks joy has a problem with his relationship with god and every christian that lacks joy must wonder what is the problem what's going on because there is definitely a, a problem that should be found found out so according to all those who knew St. Jose Maria, and according to the various videos of him, he was inhabited by a profound natural joy, the, the joy of a man that totally abandoned himself to God's will. And uh, and yes, of course, one could ask what is his secret and uh, among his main secrets for um, to strengthen his faith was the fact that, for, in the, for example, uh, as uh, Monsignor Louis Clavel, uh, the former rector of the University of the Holy Cross in Rome, and that used to live with him in, in Rome as well, St. Jose Maria used to carry a crucifix with him uh, in his task every day, uh, and he used to kiss uh, the crucifix many times during the day, offering all of his actions to Christ. Uh, he placed it on, on his desk, while working, under his pillow, while sleeping, and so on, to stay in contact with the Trinity. And it is perhaps something that we don't think about, but it's so meaningful. So that was the root of his intrinsic joy. And of course, there was this relationship he had with the Virgin Mary. Monsignor Clavel recalled that uh, he loved her immensely and maintained a permanent uh, connection with her. When he entered his office in the morning, the first thing he used to do was to look at her portrait and do the same the, the same thing when, when leaving. So uh, obviously, I would say that uh, it was the, the perfect receipt for a very strong faith, a, a faith that uh, uh, enabled him to pursue his incredible uh, mission on earth. Solne Tadier, thank you so much for coming on and thanks for this great work on St. Jose Maria Escriva. God bless you. Thank you for having me. So there you have it, friends. What a fascinating life St. Jose Maria Escriva lived. And prophetic indeed. His life, his mission was to help the everyday Catholic live an extraordinary life and mission themselves. Yes, in the ordinary, for and in Jesus Christ. And to do so with joy. I think we'd all do well to remember that. Big thanks to Solm Tadier, my guest today. Friends, make sure to share this and other episodes of Your Catholic Life on Facebook and Twitter. Reminding your friends to take part in the show, visit yourcatholiclifepodcast.com as well. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm John Leonetti signing off here on Your Catholic Life. Remember, the only way to happiness is by holiness. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. <laughs>